What's up, loves? Welcome to Self-Care in Real Life, a podcast where we obsess over giving women the tools that they need to choose happiness and create more joyful moments. I am your host, best-selling author and lifestyle blogger, Ty Alexander, and I'm basically your new wellness hype girl, so welcome to the party. (laughs) Before we take a deep dive into today's episode, I want to remind you to please be sure to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes if you've enjoyed the podcast so far. For my faithful listeners who are used to ad-free podcast episodes, we now have them for you over on our exclusive membership community on Patreon. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash self-care IRL. In addition to the ad-free podcast episodes, you will also find all of the gems that I have created for you to help you cultivate life-shifting healing experiences. So let's get right into today's episode. First, let me just say Merry Holidays. I know that we are deep into December. It feels like um, Christmas will be here tomorrow. New Year's will be here the day after that. And then summertime is right upon us. Um, But Merry Holidays. I hope you are enjoying the holiday seasons. If you have not found a way to enjoy, please take a deep dive back into some of the episodes that I've already recorded. I do have a few podcast episodes just talking about the holidays and how to cope and where to find inspiration, yada, yada, yada. Um, Y'all also know that I be on the internet a lot. Like I be on the internet a whole lot, like probably too much. But if you are not already following me, I must say that I am a hoot, honey child. Okay. So go ahead and press that button. I am at Ty Alexander on the gram. And speaking of the gram, I hope that you have managed to curate your little space on Beyonce's internet with people who you can learn from first, right? And people who can make you laugh and bring you joy. I get on Instagram and I get lost because I have definitely, you know, it's okay to mute some people. I have muted some people who I'm, I'm, you know, friends who I want to support, but just don't want to hear every day. You know, those, those people, you can totally mute those people, but I have definitely curated my timeline to be a collection of people who one, inspire me, Two, again, bring me joy and happiness or remind me of the joy and happiness. Remind me to create that. Um, and and three, I want to learn from people. So one of the my favorite people to follow is Dr. Nicole LaPera. I might be butchering her name, but her handle is the holistic dot, wait, the dot holistic dot psychologist on Instagram. She talks a lot about you know, just healing and she gives really, really good examples or language for a lot of the common things that we experience emotionally that are oftentimes really taboo for us. But these emotional things that we deal with on a daily basis, she gives really good context and language to them, uh, which I think a huge part of emotional intelligence is having the language to express and communicate how you're feeling. And once you can do that, it is easier for you to uh, unpack it, to to know what's happening, to have the right answer after the emotion arrives, all that good stuff. So, but recently she made a mean kind of post, you know, one of those little slide carousel joints. She made um, one of those posts about respect, self-respect. And I found it to be so very simple, but also really profound. So I wanted to expand on it. So in today's episode, we are going to discuss eight 
acts of self-respect to start your new year. Her idea is that these small acts of self-respect for the next 30 days will start our 2023 with a completely different mentality. And so let's get into it. Number one is say no regularly. She writes, by saying no, you have more time to one, focus on your personal growth, two, focus on more emotional intimacy in your relationships, three, rest and recover. I know that we have spent a large part of this year talking about saying no, and I think it needs a little bit more context because some people really are still afraid to say no in certain cases. I'll take the rest and recover. I am currently working, you know, you guys know I DJ, um, I am working Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then next week I am working Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, right? And so while I love DJing, right, I cannot ignore the fact that Sister Girlfriend is 46. Sister Girlfriend's back gotta be 72 (laughs) because my back be tired. So a part of saying no is so that your body and your brain, your your mind can rest and recover from the activities that you've been doing all month long, all year long, all that jazz. So sometimes the no really is you don't have the capacity to add it in your schedule. Sometimes the no is it's going to go completely against the things that I believe or the things that I want. I'll use DJing as another example. I know that when I got into this, I said, One of my huge goals was, you know, I want to be a tour DJ. Um, I want to do huge brand deals. You know, I want to DJ for Cadillac and, you know, Amazon, all the places that I've, you know, kind of done. But this is the kind of DJ I want, DJing I want to do, right? I want to be the DJ who was out, you know, representing these brands, uh, curating these events for particular brands. With that, sometimes that means, or a lot of times that means, I have to say no to certain gigs because they don't fit into the scope, right? The scope of what I am mapping out for this section of my life. And so a lot of times you have to say no for your own personal growth. It does not fit into the lifestyle that you're creating. Again, I love the baby showers. I love the personal birthdays, the personal celebrations. But if I don't know you, it's not a gig that fits personally into my own growth, right? Now, again, I'll do, I just did a, um, a celebration for my good, good girlfriend, Shanae. She is now a minister. Congrats again to you, my love. Um, and she had a party. And so, yes, I DJed her party because she is my actual friend. And I do use my craft to help other people succeed and and not succeed, but, you know, celebrate, if, if you will. Um, but I think, again, in order for you to personally grow, sometimes it requires you to say no, right? The focus on more emotional intimacy in your relationships, I'm going to have to unpack because I don't have an actual example for that at the moment. But if you do, let me know via Instagram or on our Patreon um, and let me know what you think about that one. The second thing Dr. Nicole tells us to do is to remove yourself from drama cycles. Drama cycles are cycles where you're pulled into an issue with someone who doesn't seek solutions. They leave us feeling burned out and exhausted. Listen, this is your friend who just complains all the time, right? 
everything is an issue. Not only is everything an issue, but it's just an issue. There's never a moment of how do we solve this? How do we fix this? Stay away from those people. They are draining and exhausting. And I'm not saying they can't be your friend, right? But this is where you put friends in a box, right? Like maybe she's the friend who we only hang out at brunch when it's loud <laughs> and there's no opportunity to have deep in-depth conversations or, you know, in an environment where there's lots of other people and that person doesn't solely need your attention. Um, people who don't seek solutions for things are, again, energy vampires. And if you're like me, you're a little bit of a captain save a hoe, right? Like you're a little bit of, let me see if I can figure out how to help you, which can be good at times. I try to only do this one time. Like if I, if you're doing this and I say, well, what about, and you give me another thing on top of the thing you just said, I tap out, we're, we're done. We're completely done. And I'm going to put you in the box of she's a really cool person, but it's a little bit of dramatics going on and I can't deal. Let's make it more than just about the holidays this year with the gift of health from Everlywell. Give the gift of nourishing vitamins and supplements and over 30 at-home lab tests to help your loved ones get further on their health goals. Everlywell is digital healthcare designed for you with personal results and accessible tools for long-term health. Here's how it works. Everlywell ships products straight to you and your loved one. If you order an at-home lab test, the sample can simply be collected at home and ship back to a certified lab in a prepaid envelope that is included with the test. Digital physician-reviewed results are sent straight to your preferred device in just a few days. I recently took the sleep and stress test and I was grateful for how quick and easy the at-home test process was. The gift of health has never been so easy to share than it is this holiday. For listeners of the show, Everlywell is offering a discount of 20% off an at-home test at everlywell.com slash TY. That's everlywell.com slash TY for 20% off your next at-home lab test. Everlywell.com slash TY. Number three is such a hard lesson, I think, for all of us to learn, but is it, it's, it's very necessary for our own personal growth and for us to continue to heal effectively, and it is stop gossiping. Mm. Even as I said it, I was like, oh, girl, but it's so fun sometimes. Right? It's fun sometimes, right? But no, it's not. Bonding over someone else's problems provides us a way to escape. It's a form of escapism, but it doesn't create healthy and safe relationships. When someone else is gossiping, just try not to join in. What it does mean about you and that other person is that you are willing to gossip about that person, right? I know that when someone comes, especially when it's overkill, right? Like it's one thing to Ooh, did you see what she had on? Or ooh, da, 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 da. But if your whole entire relationship, right, is connected through gossiping about people, trust 
and believe me, dear darlings, <laughs> okay, that person is also gossiping about you to their friends. The other part about this is that gossiping or judging really comes from this deep-rooted issue that most of us or some of us deal with, and that is judging ourselves. If you can stop judging other people, you can stop judging yourself as much, right? This idea of she has on this and she shouldn't be wearing this and oh my God, that's too small for her or that makeup looks crazy, especially when we talk about vanity things, right? This is really you projecting how you feel about things that you do in your personal life. You 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 feel like you shouldn't have that on when ideally you should do whatever you want and what people think or or feel about the things you do shouldn't matter. So twofold, stop gossiping because it does provide this escapism and it does not create a healthy relationship between you two. And it also will negate the idea of judging others and yourself. Number four is find things that make you happy and do them. We all have passions or hobbies we love, even if we haven't discovered them yet. They are in there within you. Setting aside time for these things is nourishing and good for the soul. I think we also um, really don't talk about the idea that happiness isn't this thing that just stumbles upon you, right? Happiness isn't this thing that it just just become so clear to people. Like when people ask, you know, how are you so happy? Because I have chosen to be. I have said this day, this morning, this hour, this second, this millisecond, I have said to myself and the universe, I am happy. I'm going to be happy. And once you decide that you're going to be happy, you must then create things that bring you happiness. Again, I think that this idea of, you know, just be happy. Yes, it is a choice. But once you've chosen, once you have said in your mind, I am going to be happy, you then have to create the things. So I think I talked about, or I know I talked about this a few episodes ago, about creating that list of happy, right? Like what are the things, small, big, in between, whatever, what are the things in your life that you know for a fact that bring you happiness? One thing for me, especially during the holidays when I tell people I grieve like everybody else, you know, it's been, I, I can't even remember how many years it's been since my mom has passed. I don't miss her any less. I don't love her any less. It still hurts. It it hurts, right? And so I realized maybe like the third year in or second year in, I was like, I can't spend another holiday season miserable. Like I'm not going to do this. And I haven't. And what has happened thus far is every holiday season, for the most part, 2020 was kind of hard for me to do, like just because we were isolated and just, it was really hard to find that balance. But I make it a choice to say, I'm going to be happy. I'm going to do the things that make me happy. Listening to the same Christmas songs over and over again for three months, make me happy right? Putting up my Christmas tree on November 1st makes me happy, okay? Making my mom's favorite recipes makes me happy. The nostalgia of Christmas makes me happy. And so I honor that I live through that and I allow my grief to exist to exist in that. And that is how you find things that make you happy and then you do them. Number five is to release the need for external validation. 
We all want to be liked. We all want to belong. But needing external validation in order to take action will only lead us to avoidance or just not even starting. I remember early on in DJing, right, I would always ask my husband, how did I do? How did I do? Um, And he would be like, you did a good job. You did a good job. But there was this one time when he said, oh, it was okay. And then he gave me all these critiques. And I said to myself, I I feel like I did a good job. Like, I actually, I know I did a good job. And at that point, I said to myself, I don't need, even though I love my husband, I love his opinions, I love his, you know, his thought processes, you know, I love his insight on things. But when it comes to certain things, especially things that bring me happiness, right, there is no external validation that is needed. So when it comes to me DJing, especially, again, it's funny, pause for a second. I just realized in this moment that DJing it really does serve a bigger purpose for me. Like, yes, I love music. Yes, I'm making money. Obviously, we love money. But it really has taught me to look for or listen to the lessons, the small lessons that happen in, you know, while I'm DJing. Because again, um, some of these lessons, I don't know if I would learn, you know, if I weren't DJing. Anyway, off topic. But point is, I learn a lot via DJing. But When I am DJing, it really is like I know enough about it to know that I don't need anyone else's opinion. I know I did a good job. I did a good job. I gave it my best. And when I don't, right, because there are times when I'm tired, I don't feel like it. I've Again, I've compromised my integrity and I'm just showing up. There are lots of those times, you know, that exist in our world. Be honest in those situations, even even though the validation may not be um, applause worthy, sometimes the validation for you is being honest and saying, I didn't do a good job that day. It it was bad. <laughs> and that's all the validation you need. You don't need validation from the outside world to tell you how bad or good you are. Um, so hopefully... In our quest, again, to to respect ourselves and who we are, we can also realize that the biggest or the highest level of respect that we can give, in my opinion, is to validate from within. The sixth tip that Dr. Nicole gives us to create self-respect is to give back. Find a way to give back or help other people. This will help you feel more connected to your community and will allow you to have a wider and more empathetic perspective. You'd be surprised how many people um, don't do this, but in Baltimore, it's pretty problematic. There's a whole thing about the squeegee kids on the corner, but I always have quarters dollars coins in my little section in the in my car right whatever that little um you know I'm talking about I have coins in my car whenever I stop at the light I don't really need them to wash my window I don't I don't want you putting a little heart on there don't mess my window up but I am going to reach in my pocket and I'm not my pocket my physical pocket but I'm going to reach in my glove compartment what is that thing called in the car guys dag anyway I'm going to give them my coins Specifically, be, whether I think that they have money or not, there's it's still something, again, to giving to people. 
even recently I purged because goodness gracious, I have way too many sweaters, way too many leggings, way too many everythings. And so I gave away two really big bags of clothes to the Goodwill. Lots of times we often want to either sell our clothes or we want to, you know, get what we've gotten back from it. And a lot of times what you get back is someone else giving you something of better value in the universe at a different time. And so when we think about giving, we really have to think about it from an aspect of I am giving back to the universe so that the universe can give back to me. Or if you want to be really plain about it, you can call universe God. But when I say universe, I mean energy. I, I do think that God is energy. I should do a whole episode on like religion and God and belief and whatever. But when I am referencing, when I am referencing um, the universe, I am referencing the exchange of energy that happens because as we have learned, you know, ancient times, energy is not dead or alive. It is merely not dead or alive. What am I saying? Now I'm rambling, but you get what I'm saying. It just transfers from one person to the next. So do good to the universe and the universe will do good to you. There. Number seven, which I feel probably should have been a little higher up, probably like one or two, but it is move your body. Attention to our body in a positive way is a sign of respect for ourselves. You will always feel better after. I have never gone to the gym and left and said, oh, I hate that I went to the gym today. Like no one ever says that. We all huff and puff blow the house down as the nursery rhyme says but we all make a fuss before we get there and while we're there we start to feel those endorphins rising our mind begins to get clear and you feel this sense of accomplishment I know I feel strong as hell I'm like I lifted how much like there is something to be said about actually physically being able to do something I can't really explain it, but once you get up and start moving your body, and for me, or for all of us, I think, lots of us, you know, especially when we think about body goals, some of us have these large, lofty ideas, right? Like, I'm like, I want to lose 100 pounds. And going into it, you're like, oh, Jesus, that's so much. But honestly, it really is about taking the small things, right? So maybe today, this today's goal or this week goal is I'm going to lose one pound and here's how I'm going to do it. I'm going to eat this, you know, meal plan. I'm going to do this meal plan or whatever. And I'm going to work out three to five times, you know, a week. And this is what I'm going to do. And then you check that off. Once you check off that first week and then you get to week two and you add something else, or maybe you're just doing the steps in week one for four weeks. And by you get, by the time you get done, then you add something else. Either way you slice it. Once you start small, in your body goals, this changed into another whole little segment, but once you start small in your body goals, you begin to chip away at the um, the big thing that is so hard for you to see. I had to get that out because I feel like I'm also talking to myself. But anyway, number eight, our final last step to self-respect that is going to make us think differently in 2023 from Dr. Nicole LaPera, the holistic psychologist, is learn your own values. My gosh. Most people are living within other people's values. I'll say it again. Most people are living within other people's values or their actions actions that don't align with our values get a piece of paper right now 
and title it Things That Matter To Me. And write down all the things that matter to you. For me, I'll give you some examples of my values. Honesty matters. I don't care how hard something sounds or how hard it is to get out or how hard the conversation. I want to know the honest truth. I want to know the honest answer. I don't need you to sugarcoat it. I don't need you to give it to me on a plate. I need you to tell me the truth at all costs, right? I also love people who are thoughtful. Someone who is thoughtful makes the world to me. But because I am thoughtful, that is one of my values. I value attention to detail. I value when people notice things. That is one of my values. So before the end of the day, I hope you did it when I said it the first time, but if you didn't do it right now, get a piece of paper and title it Things That Matter To Me. Fill up the whole page and let me know on Instagram or on the Patreon some things that matter to you. Thank you so much for joining me today. I am incredibly grateful for our connection. Thank you for for just leaning into these hard conversations with me. And a special thank you to those of you who are here every week faithfully listening and supporting the podcast. If you'd like to continue our conversations or you just have a story that you want to share, please consider joining our community. Log on to patreon.com slash self-care. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash self-care IRL. And if you've enjoyed this episode, do me a favor and submit your review on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you are listening to me today. Also, I kind of think you like me, so go ahead and subscribe to the podcast so you can be the first to get new episodes each and every Monday. And I want to encourage you to share this episode on IG Stories, Twitter, Facebook. Just do you go a favor and share it so we can keep the conversations going. And when you do share it, make sure you tag me at Ty Alexander and at Self Care IRL. Again, thank you so much for listening today. I enjoyed you. And until next time, toodles.